Uh, hi. Hi, world. Hi. Welcome. There's Bill. Hello, world. There's That's George. the first thing I learned. <laughs> <laughs> because Jordan Gannon is deep blue, I guess. <laughs> Go to print. Ken. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic <laughs> takes on several random topics, okay. which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in it's front true. of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show, the only show on Stab Comedy Theater TV right this very minute. Let's introduce tonight's panel. <clears throat> Our first panelist eats one entire mountain bike per day, whether she feels like she needs to or not. She's one of the stars of Movie Libs. It's Kareen Lemke. Our second panelist repossesses audio equipment from failed podcasters, whether they know it or not. He's a hilarious stand-up comedian. It's Bill Wallace. Hey. And our third panelist has an Etsy store where he makes custom biker vests for spiders. He's a stab show favorite. Is Jordan Gannon. <laughs> and I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Uh, didn't write myself a little catchy thing here because I ran out of time. Hi! <laughs> Welcome to the Stab Show. Happy to have you guys. Let's get right to it. Uh, Corrine! Uh-huh. Hey there! This is my Hi. show voice now. Uh, <laughs> Hi there. Good to, good to see you. It's been a good little while. Good to see you, yeah. sir. One extra kid in tow uh, since yeah, last we've one. seen. Just the one. I thought it was two, but just the <laughs> one. Uh, yeah. And you've been <clears throat> all through. I mean, we've hardly. Uh, did we? Wait, wait. We barely. No, that was 2019. I don't think we even touched base during uh, pandemic demicky times. You've been busy. You've been uh, keeping busy. Yeah. yeah. Homeschooling, yeah. you know, having a new baby, all that good stuff. Yeah. Still keeping enter people entertained as well. You've been having shows and I stuff tried. the yes. whole time. Yes. So that's made it difficult to get you here because your show's Thursday as well. But you're yes, off <laughs> You're off tonight. Yes, uh, we are. I haven't uh this might not come as much of a surprise, uh, given that I'm always doing something at the same time. I haven't seen uh -huh. I haven't seen the show yet. Um, uh, what is for those like me that unfortunately haven't seen the show? What what's Movie Libs all about? So Movie Libs is a show where we take scenes from famous movies, we pull words out of those scenes, and then we get words from the audience live during the show, and then we do our best uh, ability to reenact those scenes with the new words <laughs> as the characters and in costumes all right. uh, via live stream. Yeah. I've, I have seen, um, like, shots of very uh, <laughs> very uh, committed costuming. <laughs> costuming is a lot easier when you only have That's to true. do it from here. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, a couple weeks ago, I had to be Cruella de Vil, so I sewed two wigs together. <laughs> sure. Plopped them on my head. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, people should check that out uh, when they're not here. So yeah, immediately so, before this. Yes, so it works yeah. out perfectly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thursdays at six usually. Check your local listings. Uh, <laughs> but uh, good to have you, Corrine. Happy to see you again. Looking forward to what you've done 
brought Don't Disappoint, or it'll be another two years. Those two years were not my choice. <laughs> there was, they were not my choice. I've been trying constantly over those two years to get Kareem back. Uh, <laughs> so happy to have you. <sighs> Bill! Jesse. I can look at you in this direction. We could touch if we wanted, but we shouldn't. But you look at me, and then I'll look this way. <laughs> yeah. And then it'll be natural for yeah. everybody watching. <laughs> hey, Bill. Hey, Jesse. Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see you, man. Yeah. I'll look at them, then. We'll just both be not looking at each other. I'm the only one without a screen, screen, so I don't know what's going on. My <laughs> screen's like two inches, and it's 15 feet away. It is. But looking good. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. So spaced out. We don't need to be. <laughs> but it helps the framing. Good. That's good. <laughs> Bill, what are you up to? What have you been up to? What's life? I'm, I'm not going to ask that. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, what, uh, in the last, specifically the last two days, what's what's happened in Bill, Bill Wallace's life? Uh, <clears throat> I did Punchline last night. And oh, that nice. Was, that was fun. And uh, to, I got a Halloween costume. Oh, uh, I'm go. I'm gonna. I get to Mrs. Doubtfire costume. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I'm gonna wear like some weed stuff with it, and I think I'm gonna call it Mrs. Never Without Fire. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, and then I've just been like drinking a lot. Yeah. Not getting enough sleep. Okay. You? Um. Yes. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. As well. Yeah. <clears throat> We're doing well, guys. Uh, <laughs> All things considered. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Jordan, shall we? I think so. Let's. Hey, Jordan! Again? Yeah. Always starts it with a clap, like a... Uh, <laughs> he's like, got to set the sound. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. Jordan has to sound sync <laughs> every time. This is on film. If anybody's <laughs> editing this after the fact, yeah. to put a, like a mashup together, <laughs> you know, like a fan is just wants to see this, but only like my part specifically, yeah. you know, we'll sync it, sync the audio. You got it. Might be a delay. <laughs> well, that's good because... Uh, I would only want to see your part specifically, Jordan. You're you're one of my favorites. That's why I try so hard to uh, to get you on the show as well and convince you that uh, you're good at it. <laughs> I don't know. It's really hard. It's not easy. I don't like being funny. It doesn't feel good, and um, I don't like uh, this activity. But uh, it's you know. Thank you. This is what I deal with every time I try to book Jordan. I don't like you, and I don't like your show, and I don't like people. <laughs> Being entertaining is painful. No, and it's, it's a delight. I'm just kidding, of course. It's a, my heart is filled with uh, blood. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, blood. <laughs> well, you've got you've got a fan in the uh, you've got a fan of specifically Jordan Gannon in the the stream as well. Uh, I know Poor has been uh, going through the stab cuts. And they they uh they thoroughly enjoy uh, yoga pants, like your first. Oh wow! That was your first first bit. Yeah. Yoga. Yeah, pants. you know, I used to be a better writer, and uh, <laughs> God damn it, Jordan! You know, <laughs> sorry. No, you know what? I'm just kidding. Uh, that was that's just a bit. It's just a bit. It's not actually my heart that speaks. It's my no. uh. My bit that speaks. Yes, because... Was, uh, yeah, I used yeah. to be a better writer and things were much better than him, but... God damn it. Same. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, um, we're, we're going to move on from 
Jordan's self-deprecation, because only I do that on this show. <laughs> I'm terrible and nobody likes me. Let's start the program. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's, jar- it's jarring. <laughs> it's meant to be. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Get their attention. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. For for when we prattle on for 10 minutes. How many people are we working with here? Oh, that's not a good question. Okay. All right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you. More than you think. They're scattered across platforms. Okay. So you add them all up and still not great. Add them all up uh, <laughs> seven. <laughs> it's a new date and time. Or it's a new time, Bill. It's not a new date. It's a Is new it? time. Everybody's getting here for the... You know what? Segment one. <clears throat> Reorganization. It's where we always start. So you shouldn't be surprised by now. If you live in the greater Sacramento area, or I guess most anywhere in the even greater California area, you're pretty familiar with uh, wherever you're going being under a near constant state of road construction, like all the damn time. Uh, For that, we have the California Department of Transportation, or Caltrans, to thank. But let's not dwell on the very specific reason why we never get anywhere we're trying to be even remotely on time, and instead, why not share with us what else the CAL T-R-A-N-S might stand for or represent to you. Corrine, let's begin with your Caltrans. Can can people see a visual aid if I throw it up? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Caltrans. Um, Wow. Oh, man. Have you ever thought to yourself, man, this toddler is annoying. I bet. When he gets tired enough, he will no longer have the gusto to rage argue with me. Well, you would be wrong. (laughs) Toddlers can and will rage argue, and they will do so nightly. That's why I have created the parent support group called Caltrans, which is short for Can a Lazy Toddler Rage Argue Nightly? Sure. This group gives parents a supportive and nurturing place to escape their emotionally abusive toddlers. It's happened to you. You found yourself in a past bedtime fight where your toddler insists that flamingos are actually chickens. They get angrier, more confident and emboldened until suddenly it's 10 p.m. and they are screaming the same repetitive argument in your face until you start to question what actually does differentiate flamingos from chickens. Yeah, they're pink, but that's because of all the shrimp they eat. If I fed a chicken a consistently pink diet, would they too become pink? Wait, no, why am I even considering this nonsense? Chickens are chickens. Go to bed, you tiny maniac. Caltrans. Don't let your tired toddler make you question the very fabric of reality with their nonsensical rage arguments. Together, we can turn that Caltrans. Oh, we can make that sure into a never and turn Caltrans into Caltrans. Caltrans. Nope. Yes. Uh. <laughs> There well, you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was I was just stuck um, being won over in this argument myself. Like if I ate enough, <laughs> no, let's not let's not start there. <laughs> I don't want to. Th- I don't. Want, uh, I'm not going to talk about eating enough pink to uh, <laughs> to become a flamingo. Um, that's not the kind of show we run here anymore. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, uh, I gotta gear it to a to a different audience now. Uh, Bill. Pandemic killed everything. <laughs> it did. Uh, uh, shit. I mean, they're just long-legged chickens. As far okay, you know what? <clears throat> you gotta eat one to know. That's the thing. <laughs> That's what I said <laughs> earlier. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right. 
Um, <laughs> thank you, Kareen. <laughs> Jeez. You, yeah, you do have um, sort of a never-ending uh, supply of material nowadays. Uh, <laughs> that is a legitimate thing that my three-year-old believes. I think I, I think I remember seeing that pop up on a Facebook post uh, a while back. I do think I remember seeing that. So I'm glad you've been able to uh, put that to good use. Relief. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, Kareen. Uh, huh? Bill. Yeah. C A L T R A N S. What's that shit mean to you now, sucker? <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny that you said it that way. It really, oh, works, no. really works out. Uh, it stands for that one time Randy felt a bit like a third wheel while out at dinner with his friends Kathy and Lawrence. Okay. The restaurant smelled terrible, and for some reason Randy couldn't help but feel like he didn't belong there that night. Mm. Sensing Randy's uneasiness, Lawrence leaned over and quickly whispered something into Kathy's ear. Her cheeks became red in seconds as she giggled off something that clearly caught her off guard. Then, almost simultaneously, they both turned and smiled at Randy. What's going on here, he thought to himself. But before he could come to any conclusions, Lawrence said, Do you want to hear a secret? You know, about us? <laughs> Randy cautiously nodded, and Lawrence leaned in, waiting for Randy to do the same. As he did, he could see Kathy turn her head out of embarrassment. He wondered what his seemingly vanilla friends could possibly be up to that they didn't want anyone to find out. Anyone but him, that is. Then, with a faint whisper, Lawrence said the words that Randy will never forget. We both shit ourselves five minutes ago. <laughs> so, yeah, it stands for Kathy and Lawrence told Randy a nasty secret. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> why would why would Kathy and, and Lawrence want Randy to know? That why, would they, uh, <laughs> why would they do it in the first place? Why, why? are they happy about it? Why? So many... Was it simultaneous? Good writing spawns more <laughs> questions than answers, That's true. I've always felt. That's true. You have left me with so many more questions <laughs> than you gave See, answers See, now you're going to buy the sequel. Yeah. yeah. You literally gave me one answer and left me with three more questions. Yeah, they shit, they shit themselves. <laughs> yeah. like, wait, yeah. what? Wait, is that a boxcar children book? <laughs> yeah, that's actually just right off the back. <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> Kathy and Lawrence told Randy a nasty secret. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Let's move on from that. I, I get the feeling I'm going to be saying that a lot tonight. All right, let's move on from that. Uh, <laughs> and Jordan, let's hear what your... C-A-L-T-R-A-N-S, Caltrans ah. means to you. Yes, go ahead and shake your head and, and <laughs> give us... Yeah. It's All right. part of the cogitation, which is of my soul. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the... Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. How do I introduce it? How do mm -hmm. I introduce it? So uh, this acronym is uh, for political purposes, and it can be used... Uh, no matter what your political affiliations are, mm -hmm. but it will have a no meaning to you, okay. uh, whether you happen to believe one thing or another. And uh, depending on what you believe, mm -hmm. you might celebrate it, or you might uh, you might uh, regret it or, or loathe this the fact <laughs> that is represented by the acronym. Acronym, but uh, either way, or you might at the you know feel both things oh. at the same time. Okay. You know, in different dimensions. Uh, but uh, 
you know, so you just think about it. But, I, you know, in political matters, I, I keep a sort of a, I don't comment, but okay. here's the uh, here's the acronym. So so that you can use it at any time against or for your own purposes. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, conspirators all lose their rights and now self-determination. <laughs> Still, I'm still holding. Okay. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I broke it. There it is. Uh, it was the sip that uh, that informed me that you were done. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have a prop. Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> Conspirators, you heard him. Uh, <laughs> You can use it for or against your own arguments. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. Take another sip. Oh, I, I. <clears throat> Segment two. <laughs> Topical haiku challenge. Halloween is this Sunday! And I'm being a good boy and can't have any candy. So I don't fucking care! <clears throat> the holiday season is descending upon us. And I can't enjoy any of the delicious, tasty, tasty because I don't want to be a big, dumb, round thing all covered in fat. Like an idiot. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> That's all good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know I love you, Bill. Um, <laughs> all of this somehow leads me to asking the three of you to celebrate ha Halloween and the candy that it's all about uh, in the form of some haiku. So please... Shower me with three haiku each about the be costumed celebration of Halloween and all the tasty treats involved in its being. And of course, uh, as we do nowadays, doesn't make sense except we're trying to be differently racist, I guess. Uh, it'll all be accompanied by the Irish jig. Oh, okay. Our music choice used to be. Uh, yeah, it was a different time. Yeah, it was. It was a different time. 20, 2020 was a different time. <laughs> yeah. And now it's an Irish jig. Okay, so it's it, it's it's passable. I asked nobody. Uh, <laughs> Kareem, let's hear your first of three haiku about uh, Halloween in general. Okay, I have decided that every time from now on, I shall write one, when I do stab, I shall write one haiku about how much I hate haikus because I fucking hate haikus. I'm sorry. But anyway, <laughs> this haiku is titled, I hate haikus. Uh, and it yeah. goes, I would still hate them even if you dipped haikus in chocolate sauce. Oh, see? <laughs> Tied your hatred into the actual meat of the I, exercise. It, that's my personal goal every time is to tie my hatred. <laughs> Into the prom. <laughs> oh, I have to keep, I have to keep a, a running, like spreadsheet. I have enough spreadsheets. It seems like I should have one that lists everybody's least favorite prompts and try to. You avoid know, it's, them. A, it's a bit now, so I'm fine with it. That's true. <laughs> I just, you wouldn't have thought that after two years I would have saddled you with the exact thing. Okay. Uh, Got to be more observant. <laughs> uh, what was was it? Celebration time that you hate? Uh, this was today once. Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah that's, yep. Okay, so that's fair. We do yeah. that very rarely. I almost did that. Okay, uh, <laughs> Bill, let's hear your first of three Halloween haiku. Uh, Halloween costume. 
writing up my taint and crack, <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. No Doubt always has fire. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Jordan, Haiku One, go. Oh, yeah. I love Halloween so much. I just, um, I just love it so much. Um, consumerist Vice supports pop-up costume shops. Sounds fun. I'll be there. <laughs> um, I'll have you know that Stab is a booster of spirit Halloween stores, so I will not have that here. Oh, I have 20 animatronics from Spirit <laughs> Halloween, so you come to my haunted house and uh, get ready for the crazy clowns. <laughs> I don't like that it's ready for the crazy clowns. Uh, I just hope, I hope that one day, uh, sooner than everybody probably thinks, uh, when we finally go under, uh, that we're replaced by a Spirit Halloween store. Uh, don't real, worry, guys. Real small one. Uh, yeah, it would, it would be. It just would, hats. It would be a boutique. Yeah, just hats yeah. and gloves. <laughs> uh, don't worry, we're doing fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, coming back around, Corrine, let's hear your second haiku, and I'll I'll feel the seething behind it. No, the rest are the rest I actually put. Okay. I, I, this one's not good, but I tried a little bit on the other ones. Okay. <laughs> uh, this one's titled, Apparently My Street is Lame. Uh, waiting for kids, nobody coming. Guess I'll eat all these Snickers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're always the last thing left uh, in my bowl. Uh, so, <laughs> so if I have to resort to Snickers, then something is going terribly wrong. Uh, <laughs> Bill, Haiku 2, let's see what you got. I'll trade you a Reese's for your loving at home life. Just kidding, kind of. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. For a Reese's? That's not, yeah. Yeah. I give the Reese's away. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, just, I don't, uh, I can't. I don't, <laughs> I don't have the other thing you need to trade. Mm. Uh,. <laughs> Uh, Jordan, <laughs> let's move on from this. Haiku uh, <laughs> too, Jordan. What do you got? You know, I I had already written this in my journal <laughs> a couple nights ago as I was uh, as I was meditating, and sure. uh, you know, so this isn't a Halloween haiku, <laughs> but I took it from my. My private journal, anyway. So, uh, we already live in a nightmare of masks and lies. The devil mocks us. <laughs> That's my that favorite. Is all, it's an all-purpose. Uh... <sighs> God damn it. We do. We do, though, Bill. We already live in a world of masks and lies. Yeah, we did before the pandemic. Yeah. This is a comedy show? Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I've asked that question over and over for eight and a seems, half years. Seems like an interesting premise. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's make a comedy show where everything <laughs> that anybody says makes us exponentially sadder. <laughs> so yeah, so a comedy show. Yeah, so a right. comedy. Sure. Fits. All right, Kareen, let's take the last lap around here. What's your third haiku? Okay, my last one is titled, Try Not to Get Aroused. Oh, well. 
<laughs> Challenge accepted. Jawbreakers. Jujubees. <laughs> Nutter butter. Mounds. <laughs> Big hunk. Gushers. <laughs> oh. oh. Well, I failed. Uh. <laughs> That's a haiku poetry, people. Good thing I got this desk here. (laughs) It's a small table. I tried to say with the desk. That's ridiculous. It it folds. It does. Anything that folds, you can't call a desk. (laughs) Bill. Yeah. Thank you, Kareen. Bill. Thank you for making these pants tighter. Bill. uh, (laughs) Let's hear your third of three haikus about Halloweens. This one's titled... I don't. I, I don't. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, Mom hates Halloween, but that's just because she once ran over a kid. <laughs> oh, I counted it. It's, okay. It was it's more uh, not to be a stickler. That was more of an American sentence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was true. I mean, it didn't make it less true. I'm just saying it wasn't a. You're you're doing an American sentence to an Irish jig. You can only do a haiku to it. What I'm doing what is doing? art, Jesse, All and right. I would, I won't I would thank your... you to stop stepping on <laughs> it. Won't stifle your process. Uh, Jordan, <clears throat> God damn it. Um, can we just do segment three? Do we have to hear? No, he's he's back. He needed another poncho. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jordan. Let's hear a haiku. Okay, here it is. Sexy nurse, slutty ghoul. Uh Is it Halloween or just my grandma's house? (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) Oh, 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 Nana. All right. (laughs) Oh, thank you, everyone. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I like to think so. Okay. <laughs> that was topical like a challenge. Segment three. It's closing arguments. The justice system isn't exactly built on the rights and wrongs of things. I'm sorry to break this to you if you're just learning this now. I mean, it might have been at some point, but now it's all or it all comes down to how convincing your arguments in defense of your client can be. And the clients you'll be defending is pretty God damn it. I still had a typo. <laughs> And the clients you'll be defending are pretty universally reviled. So, you've got your work cut out for you. In closing arguments, it's your job to try and convince a jury that your client isn't really as bad as they might initially seem. So go on. Get your client off. Wait. Uh, uh, Corrine. (laughs) Oh, I I just imagine um, this is not an unfamiliar client. For you. Mm-hmm. So let's hear your defense uh, of stepping barefoot on a stray Lego in the middle of the night. Yes, okay. Stepping barefoot on a stray Lego in the middle of the night is not guilty of the charges of first degree foot assault. <laughs> Firstly, you must ask yourself how did said Lego arrive on the floor? It was not the Legos choosing to be stray. That Lego would have gladly been attached to a limited release Lego Disney princess castle or even some sort of jerry-rigged pirate car spaceship. But no, 
someone dropped my client and didn't do a meticulous enough job looking for lost pieces on the floor. Mm -hmm. So there you find our stray Lego, lost, alone, scared, <sighs> facing immense peril, such as a baby finding it, putting it in its mouth, or a Roomba coming along and sucking it into Lego oblivion. No, our stray Lego only had one chance at survival, and that one chance was to make its presence known. Can a Lego call out for help? Hey, I'm lost down here. No, they can't. That tiny Lego has no method of communication other than to be stepped on, thus ensuring he is found and returned safely to his set mates. Next, you must ask yourself, did my client force that foot to be bare and vulnerable? He did not. Now, I'm not one for victim blaming, but that foot was already taking its chances. The prosecution would have you believe that my client acted maliciously and with premeditation. This was not malice. This was an act of desperation. A stray, <laughs> hopeless logo, uh, Lego on a desolate dining room floor with but one hope for survival and a bare foot that inserted itself into the wrong situation. Folks, please buy yourself some slippers. Your feet are disgusting and never leave a Lego behind. <laughs> Man. Couple things struck me. Um, one, I hadn't. I, I clearly, and I think that's it's a, a statement um, about me um, that I clearly mm -hmm. hadn't thought about um, a Lego being stepped on. It's only recourse um, yeah. for for the uh, the rescue and attention that it needs. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, the uh, the sad victim blaming of that foot was really gross, and I'm going to have a hard time looking you in the face. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like that I had to go there, but it had to be done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fair. Slippers exist, everybody. Don't just assume that the floor mm -hmm. is going to be fine. And if you live in a house with kids, it's pretty good chances you could step on any number of gross You're things, asking so. for it. You're asking for yeah. it. I yeah. mean, I don't like to say you're asking for it, but literally, look at how you're dressed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving on from that. Bill, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me that time. Yeah, no, I just, I literally, in earnest, said, "Look at how you 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 deserved it. Look how you're dressed." I just said that, Bill. Was it about me? <laughs> no. Okay. You're always very modest, Bill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's hear, Bill, your closing argument. Your client. Oh boy. <clears throat> let's hear your defense of finding Polaroid porn of your parents. While helping them move. All right, let's get into it. <clears throat> That's how I would start my <laughs> closing argument. Uh, Your Honor, esteemed members of the jury, I sit before you today to ask you one simple question. How did we get here? No, seriously, how did you and I begin our journeys on this planet? How did we come to be people? I think we all know, but we're understandably shy when it comes to talking about it in a public setting like this, so I'll say it for you. Our parents fucked, okay? <laughs> They fucked. Get over it. They made love. They bumped uglies. They played the double-headed kazoo. They thrusted what was recently dusted. They played around a pickleball. They snatched the wing bat. They fondled the dondles. They hooted their booters. And then nine months later, you popped right out of your mom's scrumbly bum, okay? And that goes for each and every one of us. So, did my client find and allegedly copy and distribute Polaroid <laughs> pornography he found of his own parents while he was helping them move by putting them in a new magazine called Rents Rubbin'? For which the business paperwork has my client's name as founder, creator, distributor, and CEO? Perhaps. But does that make him a monster? Because he can see the inherent beauty of the very act that brought him the most precious gift any of us will ever receive as a human being? The gift of life? 
the gift of loving. Isn't that why we're here today? To punish a man for loving too much. Well, if that's why we're here, then I have this to say. I hope the Lord forgives you for this grave injustice. And I hope the world forever remembers my client's name as that of a hero and a martyr for love. Mr. Cosby Epstein Spacey Weinstein Lauer CK. I supported everything up until the end. Uh, (laughs) And it's probably going to take me the rest of the evening at least. To forget the term double-handed kazoo. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you won't have to. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I mean, which, I, who, how, I don't know. It's a big kazoo. <laughs> it's part of the mystery. Is it the whole act? Is is a part, are, is one, I don't know. Who knows? It's a double-handed kazoo, guys. Uh, it brought you into this world. It can take you out. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> thank you, Bill. Uh, that was an excellent defense. It, it's, is loving and recording that love wrong? Well, if so, I don't want to be right. Especially if it's your parents. <laughs> yeah. Jordan. Oh. Could your client be worse than the other, other two? I don't know. That's for other people's preferences to decide. Uh, but Jordan, you are here now attempting to defend your clients. Clients. Candy corn. Those little wax bottles of juice and tiny Tootsie Rolls. I never went to law school, so <laughs> I, I doubt these two did either, but they did they did well with it. So go ahead, you got it. They did fine. No, it, no they did amazing. It was beautiful. In the uh, in the case of. Uh, uh, regretful eight-year-old uh, vomiting at two in the morning be candy corn at all. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh, esteemed judge, uh, my clients are essentially uh, wax, but does are they guilty? Perhaps. Sure. But of what? That is the question. Sure, they have no flavor, and you must chew them <clears throat> for a long time, and they do get stuck in your teeth. This... Uh, Evidence was, we recall, uh, not allowed to be removed from consideration due to its, quote, salience in the matters pertaining to the case. We do not disagree, therefore. What is at issue is what has caused disproportionate harm to the prosecution. In these matters, the Fun Dip, Tootsie Pop, Bubble Yum, and Mini Snickers, Mini Kit Kats, not to mention M&M's, Milky Way, Smarties, Sour Heads, Twix, and now and later are as much to blame for material harm to the injured party. As a matter of fact, it is my contention and my clients claim that they do not wish to be uh, consumed at all. By the time you've had your fill of chocolate and sugar and hydrolyzed oils, the candy corn and wax sodas are there to tell you, hey, slow down. Save me for later. Save me until I grow old and dusty. Wait. Give me back to the earth, or I can rejoin my people. Save me as a gift when you must divide your candy with your brother. Indeed, my client's coat of wax is a protective layer, not to protect them, but to protect the consumer. It's to say, hey, I'm gross. I'm a poor wartime substitute for chocolate at best. Under all other circumstances, avoid me. It is to be found that liability is upon the one who consumes my client, not my client, who has, unlike other promiscuous candies, 
taken a high road of righteous recalcitrance. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. There it is. <laughs> I too, I too have been uh, called a poor wartime substitute for chocolate. Uh, same, same. <laughs> oh, I hadn't realized. Um, but yeah, um, they are all, all very much in the uh, the waxy family. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't quite. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I like candy corn. No, I like mallow cremes. The pumpkins, not the candy corn, but the pumpkins also brocks. Yeah, they're delicious. I don't. I'm, yeah, I don't. I don't mess with any of it. No. no. All right. Segment four. <laughs> King, of, King of small talk. <laughs> Selling on Craigslist. Is stuff just piling up around the house with no end, but being crushed by the toppling of so many unneeded things, and your body not being discovered for weeks until someone complains about the smell? Insight. Well, maybe you should unload some of that excess clutter on the internet's dirty blanket on the sidewalk of existence. Craigslist. And so, in selling on Craigslist, you're asked to give us your Craigslist postings. I'm trying to sell the following things. Corrine! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's, let's hear your post. Uh, selling a collection of various sandwich bags filled with the souls of the damned. Ah, yes. Okay. Are you tired of your own stupid soul? What good has it done for you? You know, Cindy wants a trial separation. You got passed up for that promotion at work. And your mom, she wants you to get a haircut already. Well, shut your mom up with your very own soul of the damned. That's right. Our patent pending souls of the damned will consume your body, making you an all new demonic entity. Think of the fun you'll have terrorizing your whole town. Maybe someday a really badass Japanese horror film will be made about your adventures. Act now, and I will triple your order by giving you three different damned souls to try on for size. All damned souls come double sandwich bag to ensure freshness, because no one likes a stale soul. These souls are FDA approved and fully vaccinated against the coronavirus. Uh, Act now. Damned souls are limited, because otherwise, you might as well just get that haircut your mom wants. Yeah. Uh, I'm losing money not buying these souls, Bill. I already bought apple. some. I bought some while she was talking. <laughs> already Venmo. Check your Venmo, Green. Yep. Uh, <laughs> getting them souls. Getting them damn souls. Soul bags at <laughs> Venmo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> soul bags. Oh no! I, don't nobody nobody Google soul bags. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think that can end well. Um. <laughs> Uh, speaking of things that probably can't end well, Bill. Yeah. Uh, let's hear your ad. Your Craigslist posting, uh, selling Polaroid point of porn of your parents that you found while helping them move. <clears throat> For sale, <laughs> one slightly water damaged box of late seventies, early eighties amateur Polaroid <laughs> pornography of my parents. Some of it was once distributed in a magazine called Rents Rubbin. <laughs> But due to legal issues, I had to shut down production. But there's a lot of stuff here. I mean, we only made three issues before we got shut down. That barely scratched the surface. We wanted to ease our audience in, 
So the first three only had the basic stuff, but if you look through here, you'll see pretty much everything in the book. I'm talking bumping uglies, playing the double-handed kazoo, the dusty thruster, the pickleball man, wing bat snatching, Dondo finally booter hootering, there's even a few close-up shots of her scrumbly bump. Anyway, asking $750,000 or best offer need to recoup my business losses and legal fees. If interested, email steves a creep at rentsrubbin.net. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <clears throat> really should have really should have splurged for the dot com. They might have survived. Yeah, <laughs> we're almost done. Don't worry, we'll cut the last one if we need to. <laughs> uh, oh. don't also, know. don't Google rents, Rubin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Not <I'm> disappointed. <laughs> surprised, actually. I can't say I'm surprised it doesn't exist because it probably does. <laughs> Step rents, Robin. Um, that's more. Just rents. No, okay. Uh, <clears throat> Jordan, let's end this uh, trip through the uh, rubbish bin of the internet and hear your Craigslist post. How could this possibly go wrong? Let's hear your Craigslist post uh, selling childlike wonder and innocence. For sale. Real Linda. Category, baby and kid stuff. <laughs> Childlike wonder, $40. Comes with memory, possibility for recollection, erotic desire. 29 minutes ago, real Linda. <laughs> baby and kid stuff, by owner. <laughs> Getting rid of childlike wonder. Used only four times. I never did have much use for it. I ain't get much nowhere, no how. Don't reckon I could get anywhere with it now. Being hanging around the back somewhere. Comes with the following phenomenon. <laughs> I am that soul. I desire meat that is love for to eat. And milk, other dimensions sweet. Fed to me by my mother's precious teeth. Where did I come from? And where do I go? Why are we born to die and live a life of woe? Who am I? What is language? What is speech? What number? What is color? Why do we sing? And what does death bring? $40 firm <laughs> or best offer willing to barter it's free just come pick it up I'll deliver it for a fee just tell me your address don't worry about the address just tell me your name forget that who are you why are you here who brought you why are you here? <laughs> it's yours. I can't give it. You already have it. God oh, damn it. I will be I will forever be haunted <laughs> by, by those words. Like, Why am I here, Bill? <laughs> Why Who are brought you here? me? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, with the uh the 
the denim overshirt, the uh, <laughs> the rustic uh, shawl slung over one shoulder, the uh, the bookcase in the background. It looked like we were we were in a, a just a, a local library poetry reading. Place. I would have I left that one. <laughs> I don't like. I don't want him seeing what I drive. <laughs> oh man! Uh, and it looks like, uh, despite my warning, somebody did look up uh, soul bags. Um, oh no! And um, poor says they are boho style handbag uh, and oh. or a bag used by warlocks to collect soul shards. Hmm. Both cool. sound fun. Yeah. Just so you know, so you don't have to look. Uh, poor searched, so you don't have to. Uh, thank you all. Who am I? Why? Why numbers? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> that brings us finally <clears throat> to segment five. It's movie makeup. It's clearly a much more upbeat. To, no, no, it's not. <laughs> um, movie makeup. Uh, the silver screen. So named. For Ronald Doyle, silver screen, uh, the inventor of looking at things on walls. Uh, oh, the history of cinema, so true, so accurate. And in celebration of this thing, <laughs> God, I should re I should reread this. I write it on Tuesday, and then I don't reread. <clears throat> so, in celebration of this thing, looking at pioneer, that's how that read should have gone. In movie makeup, you're asked to give us the synopsis of your made-up movies based on the following titles sourced from some of the various random title generators of our friends at SeventhSanctum.com who still don't know that we use their uh, title generators for this purpose. So friends, it's not, <clears throat> it's not accurate. I'd like to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> Corrine! <laughs> Let, let's hear. Uh, this one popped up. I thought it made sense. Let's hear. Yeah. Uh, the synopsis for your made-up movie, Captain Rush and the Ghost Kids. Full disclosure, I wrote this one last, very late last night, so it makes <laughs> the sense of them all. all right. But here we go. Okay. <laughs> Captain Rush has been at the helm of his trusty submarine, the good ship Mr. Joshua, for 30 years. And now there's trouble in the waters. He must save the good people of Clearwater, Florida from an attack by a rogue sea monster. The only problem is that the only crew our faithful Captain Rush can find to help him sail the good ship Mr. Joshua is a crew of ghost kids. That's right, ghost children, raging in age from can't wipe his own ghost bum to won't shut the fuck up about how lizards regenerate tails. <laughs> Captain Rush, the good ship Mr. Joshua, and those pesky children are Clearwater's only hope to stop this impending attack. Will Captain Rush save the day? Will the good ship Mr. Joshua hold up against a sea monster? Will those ghost kids do enough good deeds to save their souls from being sold in sandwich baggies on Craigslist? Will Clearwater, Florida help Tampa Bay be known for anything other than being Tom Brady's rebound city? Find out. In Captain Rush and the Ghost Kids coming to a streaming ser service near you this May. Come on, you already watched all the Marvel movies three times through, and Mr. Joshua is a damn cool name for a submarine. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> the good ship, 
Mr. Joshua. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Corrine. Hey, hey, where where might people find and enjoy uh, Corrine Lemke outside of this very specific uh, biannual uh, appearance on the, the STAB <laughs> program? Yeah, you can check me out on Movie Lips pretty much every Tuesday at 6 o'clock, or Thursday okay. at 6 o'clock streamings. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> Unless you're, otherwise you'd have to lurk outside of elementary schools and that would get weird. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's frowned upon as far as I understand. Yeah. Wouldn't know. I, I know, know I look like I would. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Believe it's frowned upon. Uh, thank you, Corrine. So happy to have you back. Oh, it was worth the wait. <laughs> Bill, mm -hmm. this is actually a fun fact that nobody cares about. This is actually a, a movie makeup that uh, you were supposed to have done uh, a couple months ago on a show that you completely forgot about. So <laughs> oh, good. I'm so, glad I pulled out all the stops. Didn't want it to go to waste, uh, especially once you hear it, you'll understand why. Um, let's hear your synopsis for your made-up movie, The Heartthrob Hobgoblin. Yep. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> In the late 1590s, the fairy king Oberon and his wife are at odds. King Oberon sends his hobgoblin servant, Puck, to fetch a love potion to remedy his situation. <laughs> Puck, ever mischievous, pours the love potion all over himself instead. <laughs> Puck transforms from a homely hobgoblin to a sexy sprite, and now everybody's trying to rub up on his weird, hairy, backward-kneed cloven of legs. I mean, everyone, too. I'm talking Lysander, Demetrius, Queen Titania, Nick Bottom with his donkey head trying to slobber all up on Puck's new pecs and abs. Shit, even Fairy King Oberon himself trying to get him some new slick Puck action. Puck, realizing what a great mistake he has made, by dousing himself with the love potion, gives in to the desires of the others, and they start a huge fairy orgy together. Mm -hmm. I'm talking bumping uglies, playing the double-handed kazoo, <laughs> fairy duster thrusting, all the good stuff in Puck coming to a theater near you. <laughs> it's a Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. Like a uh, reboot. Sure. Yeah. It's about time. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. I'm so glad that I kept that one around. Um, yeah, thank God. <laughs> Shakespearean references are what people who stream comedy shows online on Thursday nights live for. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's what I found. <laughs> that's why I pay for those directed ads. Uh, <laughs> Bill. Yeah. Say, where might folk find and enjoy Bill Wallace outside mm -hmm. of uh, this uh, episode of Stan? Uh, I smoke weed through food. <laughs> items on Instagram at, uh -huh. at sackdabber. Oh, were you able to get... Uh... No, but my new one has more than my old one did now, so... How is that possible? Uh, I don't know. I got like 20,000 followers in the last month or so. What the fuck, Bill? I don't know, man. I don't, Te teach I don't, me your ways. I don't understand this. I don't either. <laughs> <clears throat> well, the people have spoken, and they like seeing you smoke out of uh, food. I, now I regret not doing the whole show like this. <laughs> Which is very comfortable. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's very ergonomic. Uh, all right. Well, uh, fine. Follow fucking Bill, who magically produces Instagram followers out of his ass somehow. I don't understand. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jordan Gannon. 
much like another uh, close friend of the uh, the stab show, uh, I always hesitate to ask because I know the answer. Um, Tyler Kenny, I mean. Um, uh, where could people find Jordan outside of this show? I know, I know, but go ahead. Those who need to find me know where to find me. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, in your time of need, Jordan Gannon appears before you to, uh, <laughs> to guide you to the next signpost of your life. Uh, <laughs> good to see you, Jordan, as always. Good to see you. Good to see you, Bill. I'm a big fan, Bill. And uh, Corrine is really good. Good to see you, Jordan. <laughs> Corrine. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome stuff. Uh, I have no idea where this will go. Uh, so uh, let's hear it, Jordan. Let's close out the program with your synopsis for your made-up movie, Sensation Snatchers. <laughs> Am I? Okay, here we go. Yeah. Coming soon to Hollywood and to streaming uh, services. Mm -hmm. A psychological thriller that will leave you numb. <laughs> it's the story of a plucky young entrepreneur who takes on all the odds and finds he must contend with an ever-growing monster of his own creation. <laughs> Is he Prometheus? Or anti-you-the-them? At first, the people love his adorable business, seeking to incorporate its products into their lives as the hip new trend. But as his influence grows, his products begin to consume the lives of his customers, mm -hmm. snatching one sensation after another <laughs> from them, so that the variety and joy and embodiment begin to fade from everyday life. First smell, then touch, then hearing, and on until each sensation is replaced with an obviously deficient simulacrum at each phase as the logic of his business means pressing ever forward in an assault of degrading humanity of his customers uh it appears his business model will collapse in its absurdity but lo the people seem to crave nothingness punctuated by ecstasy of orgies willingly enslave themselves to such a condition only pausing to complain not about their disembodiment or what they've lost, but that their language and laws that they've inherited are written for an embodied people. Can he push an emergency shuttering of the world economy to increase adoption of this new form of human existence devoid of sensation? Can this plucky young entrepreneur redefine humanity in a new empire of the disembodied cyborg mind before it's too late? Uh, we're just going to be left to wonder. <laughs> well, that, guys, that's how we like to leave you here. <laughs> just thinking about the horrible gaping maw. Uh, <laughs> that's Stab. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you once again to the amazing panel. Corrine Lemke, Bill Wallace, and Jordan Gannon. Jordan, or Bill just uh, fleeing from the stage before we're even fully Hi, done. <laughs> if you liked what you saw, which how could you not? Uh, join us here every Thursday, 7 p.m., in person or online at Stab Comedy Theater or Stab Comedy Theater TV. Or if you just want to hear it with your with your ear holes, uh, check it out on your podcast provider of choice. This and the other 290 episodes. I know I'm about 20 behind. I'll get to it. Uh, Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, anything. The Good Pods app. In the meantime, I've been Jesse Jones. Good night.